Good afternoon. Come on into my world, Steffi's world. This is probably going to be a uh, Steffi short, but um, today is a day of of sorts. Another mom who's been through this. She has a name for this day when you. Um, remember the loss of a child. And I can't remember for the life of me what she called it. And I guess you could think of it as an anniversary of sorts. But many moons ago, I suffered a horrific miscarriage. And I have never forgotten the loss of that baby. In my heart of hearts, I believed it was a girl. It was, I don't know if they could have told me or not. To be perfectly honest, I hadn't even been to the doctor. I had just recently found out that I was and I was due to go to the doctor to really get a timeline of everything the next day. It also happened on a Sunday. I know that, and this was a while ago. This was my time, this has happened during my time in Detroit. Um, I know that it was a Sunday because the appointment was slated for Monday. And I have been terribly stressed out. It was extremely hot that day. And as I went to go upstairs, I felt something. And when I made it to the bathroom, it was evident of what was happening. I was home with my very young son at the time. A friend of mine was on the phone with me and she called 911. And I had to tell a youngster, I'm gonna need you to go downstairs and open the door for the nice men, meaning the paramedics and EMTs, and let them in. He did everything I asked. He uh, got, I usually keep my stuff in like a wallet. So he grabbed that for me. He was scared because he seen the mess in the bathroom. And we went to the hospital. The scary part was is that they took me in through the trauma unit and with this being Detroit, it could have been gunshot wound, car car wreck. The biggest thing was gunshot wounds. And I needed him out of there as soon as possible. So another friend was on the way. She was on her way with her baby, who I remember was on her hip, and that baby turned 17 on tomorrow. But she was coming to get my child. And everything was a blur. So much 
has been churned up about this because my heart goes out to the young lady and her 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 boyfriend and child's father as they get ready to fight the hospital legally about their baby's head being decapitated during delivery. And there's going to be another story that I mentioned at the close of this. I ended up, they ended up verifying how far along I was. I was 12 weeks. They ended up telling me that there was a small, and I mean a small percentage, maybe a 20% chance that they was going to be able to save that baby. And they told me point blank they was going to try to save my life first. When they didn't get a heartbeat, I knew. To this day, I have a problem when they have to do an ultrasound because you hear, I think about the first time I heard my son's heartbeat. I know I'm not gonna hear anything, but it's it's just, it's, it's hard. It's hard for me to go to the OBGYN and I'm at the age where I know should nothing happen, there's still a possibility because I, until I go fully through everything, it's, there is a possibility that I can still get pregnant, I'll put it like that. I spoke about earlier this week about the medical disparities. I was treated okay up until the time when it came, I had to have a procedure the next day. In fact, a DNC and I was in recovery and they needed a doctor just to look over everything before they got ready to discharge me. It was kind of like an outpatient procedure. And because I was on Medicaid at the time, she was very nasty and rude. She told me, we don't take your kind of insurance and I really shouldn't be having to do this. I didn't even have a doctor at the time. Like I said, I was on the way to a clinic. The next day, I never made it. Then my parents had to be involved in this because they was many miles away down here in Panama City, Florida. My friend had to tell them, you know, where I was. I asked them not to tell them what was going on. I wanted to tell them. And they was down there getting ready to get on the next flight there. I hadn't had a chance to tell anybody except for the father and maybe one or two people close to me before that happened. So then I had to go ahead and tell that. And the hardest call I had to make was the following day to tell the center, I won't be at my apartment because I lost the baby. My heart aches for anyone who's been through this. And I don't care whether it was in the first trimester of your pregnancy or you delivered a stillborn, it hurts. Had she been a girl, her name would have been Jocelyn. I would have named her Jocelyn Elise. The Elise is a derivative for my middle name. Jocelyn, I like the name. I think about her often and how old she would be now what would be going on and that I would have two kids and I love my son don't take nothing away from that I, I, I love him I take nothing away from him but 
there was another child on the horizon. That's all I want to come on here. It just hit me that today's that day. The story that I want to tell you about was it was a young lady who was working as a prison officer. And she was eight months pregnant and she was having contractions or contraction-like pains. They wouldn't let her go to work. They wouldn't let her go home early. And by the time she did make it home and make it to the doctor, she delivered a stillborn. I can't demonize her because I can realize, especially if she was a single parent or if she was a married parent that needed the money. She needed her job. I know why she stayed. But these jobs have got to stop giving pregnant women hell, and they do it. My job started with me immediately. I told them that they was pregnant because they had to modify some of my um, job duties and they quickly clapped back with, yeah, we could do that, but you're uh, a call in away from uh, being put on in a no pay status and see if you get a no pay status and something like me being pregnant or whatever happens. That's me going into unpaid leave time. And I just looked at them, and I just looked at the woman like, I don't know what kind of pregnancy I'm going to have. I don't know what kind of complications I'm going to have. And just the fact of them being asses and the stress of me still working 40 hours a week, they would not modify my schedule and take me off like I asked. And this was in December, and the baby was due in January. They hassled with me about that. I tried to get pulled off New Year's. They hassled with me about that. And just the stress of everything, I ended up having him early December. In fact, the week right after Thanksgiving, I ended up having a baby and going straight to maternity leave, straight no chaser, and was one of the few that got paid maternity leave. Me and another young lady was the only two young ladies, young women that got paid. The others told me horror stories of returning to work within two to three weeks of having a brand new baby. That wasn't to me. So that's all I had. I pray for pregnant women. And I pray for no complications and that you be treated like someone when you do go in to be seen. And I want justice for the parents and the family of that baby that was decapitated. That's it, that's all. If there's something um, breaking news, I'll be back on. If not, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Oh, and I'm gonna tell y'all, we showing out. We showing out, y'all giving your girl four more feelings, meaning fear of missing out. Um, seeing y'all in the ATL at the Beyonce concert, I was jealous. Got my class, my Africana Studies class over in Egypt still. They're going on two weeks, I'm jealous. And y'all hanging on Martha Vineyard's pretty, pretty tough. You got your girl wanting to flog, flog, frolic and ride a bicycle and possibly see Michelle Obama. This ain't good. No, it's all in love. Do y'all, some of you all have had some amazing summers and wish it was me. No hate, just love here.